All right, and what we need to know today. AI giving doctors advance notice on heart failure. Northwestern Medicine. Uh, Blum Cardiovascular Institute using AI to detect at-risk at, at patients. We got, of course, Faraz Med. MD, MS, cardiologist and associate director of Northwestern Medicine. That's uh, Blum Cardiovascular Institute Center for Artificial Intelligence. And how are we doing today, Doc? We're doing good? Doing well. Thank you for asking. How are you? I'm doing fine. So I guess uh, AI is uh, is the big deal these days, huh? Yeah, it really is. It, it seems like we see it in the news every day. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, so I got to ask you, how common is heart failure? So heart failure is pretty common. It affects over six million adults in the U.S. and it's only really expected to grow over the next several years. By 2030, it may affect up to eight million adults in the U.S. and that's as high as one in 33 people. So it really has a profound public health impact currently, and it'll likely only grow over time. Gotcha. All right. So how is uh, AI giving uh, doctors advance notice on heart failure? Yeah, so like, as you said, um, AI is sort of the hot thing these days and seems to be everywhere. Um, so here at, in our Center for AI, we're interested in developing new ways to apply AI to improve quality of care for our patients um, with cardiovascular disease um, and beyond. So we want to move from a reactive approach taking care of our patients with heart failure to a proactive one where we leverage all the data in our health system um, to try to find them earlier and get them the care they need at the right time. So Northwestern Medicine is a large health system. We have a single EHR system and generates thousands of, really, and hundreds of thousands of data points on patients on patients daily. So working with a team of engineers, we use AI to find the subset of patients with heart failure, those that we call, we say have advanced heart failure, and then we develop a whole system to bring them into our heart failure clinic um, in a very um, efficient way. And the reason why this is important is because patients with advanced heart failure um, are being really affected by the heart, by the heart um, in terms of their quality of life. They often have persistent, severe symptoms despite being on the medical, best medical therapies. And finding them earlier and getting them into a heart failure specialist can really help figure out, are there other things we can offer that can help them feel better and live longer? Gotcha. All right, so what happens when a patient reaches advanced heart failure? Um, so when patients reach advanced heart failure, you know, they can, they really experience the main symptoms of heart failure, which are shortness of breath, fatigue. At times it can be swelling in the legs and the belly, um, not being able to walk well without going short of breath and other symptoms. And it really affects their quality of life, um, how they feel, how they sleep. So it's really important to try to get them into specialty care to discuss their goals of care and whether and try to see if they're going to anything to make them feel better and live longer. For some patients, this could be changes in the current medications, addition of new medications, offering certain procedures to help them, like a heart pump or a certain type of, I mean, um, is they, uh, to fix their heart valve or um, a pacemaker. In a subset of patients, they may benefit from an evaluation for things like a heart pump or heart transplant, what we call advanced therapies. Um, and these therapies in a subset of patients with advanced heart failure can really make them live a lot longer and feel better for a really long period of time. Gotcha. All right, so uh, are there new treatments uh, available? Uh, Any treatment options? Yeah, so there's been a lot of advances in heart failure over the last several years. 
There's been a lot of exciting new medications that have been developed for certain types of heart failure. Um, there's also been new procedures that have been developed with certain ways to fix leaky heart valves that used to require surgery. Now we can do um, in a minimally invasive way. There are um, advances always in advanced therapies, like the heart pump. Um, the newest version has just gotten better over time and helps patients live longer with fewer um, downsides. Mm-hmm. So there's really been a lot of advances in heart failure care in the last few years, which is why getting specialty cardiovascular care for patients with heart failure can really help make sure they're getting the right treatment um, or offer the right treatment at the right time. Gotcha. All right, so what else can uh, AI be used for to help patients? So we're working on a number of projects to try to bring AI into our clinical practice. I will say this is really the early days. I mean, it it does seem like AI is everywhere, but I think in healthcare it's still pretty new. And our goal in our center is really to test these technologies rigorously and make sure they're helping patients and improving quality of life and quality of care. So we are working with a company to help analyze uh, images, echocardiograms, which are images of the heart, to identify rare causes of heart failure, like cardiac amyloidosis. Mm-hmm. We're also working with another company um, to see if we can use sort of novel home sensors to start see, detect early if patients are, with heart failure are getting worse and then trying to intervene earlier, keep them at home and prevent a hospitalization. Mm-hmm. So we really have a number of partnerships right. um, in this space to try to bring AI to cardiovascular care. It, the advancement, uh, like over the, even the past, uh, what, five, ten years, AI is relatively new, isn't it? You know, the algorithms underpinning AI have been around for decades. Mm -hmm. Um, The the thing that's changed in the last several years is that computational power um, has gotten better and cheaper, and we just have a lot more data. Mm -hmm. And those two things have skyrocketed AI outside of healthcare Mm -hmm. um, for the last several years and more recently in healthcare. But within healthcare, you know, if we're going to do things that affect patients, we, we just really need to make sure they're rigorously tested, and that's really our goal here at our center to make sure these things are really helping patients. You know, doctor, you know, uh, what I mostly see in life, just just as an observation, is that people who are in their 40s and 50s and 60s who do not go to the doctor, they seem like to just die of heart failure, like, suddenly. Do you see that? Well, you know, I, I see I haven't seen that specifically. Mm-hmm. Um, I, will, I will say that the 30s, 40s, and 50s are really important times to mm-hmm. protect and promote cardiovascular health. So there really are a lot of data that show that if you take care of yourself in your 30s, 40s, and through midlife, and these are things like um, healthy diet, no smoking, healthy weight. And if you go to the American Heart Association website, they call it Life Simple 8. You can see these, these sort of core ways to keep yourself healthy. Uh, those things really do prevent the development of a lot of heart problems and things like heart failure, things like heart attacks, strokes. Um, so these are really critical years for people to try to stay healthy and protect. Um, it actually even impacts cognition. So there's studies that show if you protect your health in your 40s, mm-hmm. it can actually increase to improve thinking later on in life. So it really, it really does matter. Yeah, I would imagine. So this has been great. A lot of great information here, especially with uh, AI, which is artificial intelligence, giving doctors advance notice of heart failure. Dr. Sank, thank you so much for joining us today. Much appreciated. Thank you so much for having me. It's been a pleasure. Same here. Thank you. And for more information, please visit heart.nm.org. That's heart.nm.org.